wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know. This is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Three Grahams and a Mic. I'm Graham Cotton. With me are co-host Graham Kelly and the golden boy Graham Foley in his Are You OK t-shirt today. His golden Are You OK t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Golden special, special wore it today for you, Graham. Did you? Really? I'm feeling OK now actually after that first beer. A little bit of pizza. Good. Yeah. Right. On a Wednesday night here just before the... Uh, 2021 NRL season gets off next next week, so we thought we'd do a Wednesday nighter. Well, I, I, like know the, why, I know why you changed it to Wednesday night. You've had one win on the punt, and the text message comes through with big smiley emojis, and now he uh, he wants to go back to back, Kel. So. He thinks he's Australia's biggest bookmaker, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a few of those bookies probably feeling a bit nervous in their boots right now. <laughs> one win. On the trot. Well, it's actually only half a win. I had two bets in the same week. And only got one of them. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But only my square. Suggest you don't put any money on Liverpool like they're going in the moment. They yeah. won that week, though. They won that week. They did. I don't that think they've won since, have they? No. Six, six in a row. They've lost to the airfield. They've lost to, to Sheffield United. Do they replace Klopp? They've lost to Fulham. No, God, yeah. Never. It'd be moved, wouldn't it? They're talking about Gerard already, but he won the premiership last year. Yeah. <laughs> How does a club go from as well as they went last year to? They've got key yeah, injuries, yeah, lots yeah, of key injuries. Their back lines, their back lines got decimated, yeah. <laughs> and the other issue is that they, um, not only did they have all those, but they had game after game, like back to back, like only a day off in between because they're playing in all the different tournaments, whereas some of the other clubs weren't as bad. But yeah, I don't know. That'll be fall from great. That'll be West Ham next year. <laughs> Doubt it very much. We're um, still sitting <coughs> in fifth place with a game in hand. Now, I was going to say this is breaking news. It's probably the word was boring news. Cameron Smith just announced his retirement for rugby league after 430 NRL games. Enough. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Did he actually say why he delayed it so long? Was, so, was he just umming and ahhing? Is that what it was? Uh, no, he's just probably working out whether or not he gets time it just in before the season launch. Or the contract from the golf Fox Sports. Big enough. Or Fox Sports are after him, or Channel 9, or somebody. Maybe he's waiting until he's nominated as an immortal, or. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's whatever. Waiting for the statue to be made for the. Yeah, apparently there's. Can we talk about that? I didn't even know about that until just now. Yeah. But we talked about this offline. Apparently there's two statues. Where are they built? At, at, at the, Amy Park. Amy Park. One of Cooper Cron. No. No. No Cron. <laughs> I think Phil should run through some of these stats and he's it off before. So one of Billy Slater. The, you're correct. The big and one three, of Cameron Smith. The big three have been reduced to the big two. two. Mm. So, so what are your stats you got? During their time... The three of them together at um, at Melbourne. Stanley medalists, Cronk two, Smith two, Slater one. Premierships, Cronk two, Slater two, Smith three. Are they the legal ones? Yes, correct. <coughs> uh, Clive Churchill medals, Slater two, Cronk one, Smith zero. Golden boot, best player in the world. Cronk one, Slater one, Smith two. 
Melbourne BNF is probably the only one where Cronk doesn't sit equal with the other two. Cronk zero, Smith eight, Slater two. But remembering that time, Jesse Bromwich won three. <laughs> so, yeah, you can leave Cronk out. How many games played? Um, well, three, you well, he, he didn't play four. Um, he played 300. It's pretty close to 300 at Melbourne, I think. Gronk played 300. Oh, yeah. Maybe not at Melbourne, though. Yeah. It's pretty close. Yeah, no, because he played yes, around 375. Yeah, he played yeah. two seasons at Chalk. He was so, at 300. Yeah, Melbourne. So over 300 games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a big move. And interesting, while we're talking about him, I've actually got him on the next page. So let's bring that up now. So Cooper Gronk during the week was... Um, front and centre and uh, discussed openly in all the media channels over his appearance at the Storm training and the controversy is only because uh, he's contracted to the Roosters as a coach as well. Assistant coach. Yeah, that, that probably says why if Melbourne is still using they're using him in a promotional role as well I, I don't get why if you're saying he's a grade of the club and putting him out there mm. as a grade of the club when, when there's yeah. no stature. As a rooster, I have no problem with him. Lennon helped to the Melbourne Hearts. He's a Melbourne player, primarily a Melbourne player. Yeah, rooster no, great for... for, for media, media just looking for a story, to be honest, Probably. and they have the camera there and they go, oh, hang on, and then all of a sudden it's made a big story. Well, here's the thing. They didn't put it out there. The Melbourne Storm put it on their social media. It's only the way the news hounds found out. Yeah. And they went, hang on, what's going on here? What's he doing with that? Did you see uh, Buzz? Yeah, but yeah. he gave Buzz a whack on <laughs> NRL 360. And um, I liked at the end of it when they said, yeah, are you guys OK? And Pong said, no. He was fired up. I mean, yeah. He's very calm and collected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but he's, he's he said it was attacking his integrity. Yeah. That's what he was fighting on. Yeah, I don't get that. While we're talking about the roosters and their corruption and their <sighs> misdemeanours, oh, Victor Radley, fine, suspended by the NRL following a Byron Bay incident. What was he doing in Byron Bay? Uh, he was uh, given a 20,000 suspended fine. Oh, yeah. Why not? Half uh, suspended. He didn't say that in this one, but anyway. And a two-match ban following his involvement in an incident last December. The NRL determined Radley breached the game's code of conduct after tackling a person in the street reportedly outside a house party, as well as a ban, which is academic given the 20-year-old is still recovering from a knee injury. It's a good point. We uh, have to name him for the ban, but apparently the, the uninvited male... In the house party, or come, come into the party and started giving a, a young lady a hard time. And Victor said, "Sorry, mate, you don't do that." Which is interesting because Fafita can pay the money to the <laughs> the family in Bali and get no suspension. Yeah, or the house alarm system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mind, mind you, I reckon I don't have a problem with Bradley Cobb in two weeks for failing to notify. Yeah. That's... He was scared about what Nick was going to do. Yeah, probably more than what the NRL was. Yeah, definitely a cultural um, problem. Um, <laughs> I thought Nick was going to send him back to work in the sandwich shop. Yeah. That's, that's what he did with Jake Friend. Did he? The, they sacked, the Roosters sacked Jake Friend. I remember. In the early days. Did they? Yeah. 
got him a job in a sandwich shop, kept in touch, looked after him, and after 12 months brought him back in. But most clubs send him to work with a builder or something where he's going to do some hard labour. The Roosters to a cafe, Subway. <laughs> he's in the Subway. Poor bugger. Oh, very cool. Where was it? Oh, I'm not going to talk about where a bulldog's playing. No, I'm working. Uh, <laughs> he's doing the o- Oasis Development Project. Yes, that's that? right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we won't talk about that. Um, well, I thought I'd touch on the with the games we had to start in the NRL. Why don't we talk about the eight eight rules real quick, Kel? The new ones, because you you're really uh, really well, excited well, by this. I heard the workers' comp just really top me off. So the two point field goal, you're really excited yeah, by no, this. That like makes, that's a brilliant idea. So you've got, got to be beyond the 40 metre line to get two points. They got, rid of, it. They got rid of it in the 60s. <laughs> there was a reason for that. Hang on. Peter Valandi says these innovations will lead to fewer stoppages, more oh, unpredictability and increased excitement for our fans. How does a 40 metre field goal yeah, reduce stoppages? Well, how many has there been in history? Oh, they were back when Eric Sims was kicking oh, on a few of those. But right goals. now, how many? One or two. <laughs> like, honestly, he wants a field goal or thong yeah. again. You um, want it to be attacking from the outside there, don't you? And give you give your back line exactly. a chance because that's when you, the back line comes into play. I would have thought about 40 metres out. Yeah. Throw the ball around. People want to see tries. Exactly. That's, and if you can't get one from 20 metres, what's the chance of getting one from 40? Less stoppages <laughs> in the game. Already the players are saying, uh-uh. Yes, the Valandis are saying, oh, well, we'll go back and change them if, if we have to. Thinking, <laughs> why change them in the first place? Stick them in the Canterbury Cup. It's actually not going to change, not I think, good. in the players' minds. It's not going to change when they're going to take a field goal. They're still going to take a difference, you know, uh, 20-all with 30 seconds to go. Yeah, though, but they're going to be looking at that anyway, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Whether it's two points or one point. Because besides that, they're always offside. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> six again. So the six again existed last year, but now they've brought it in. Um, Kel, you'll be pleased to know for any ten meter infringement. Yeah, and then one ref, two. So the one ref is going to be calling six again on ruck infringements, six again on uh, ten meter infringements. How the hell is one ref going to be looking at both of those things and making a call that is huge? Like. You were impressed by him last year, though, weren't Three you? Three six against in a row is six points to a team. Surely it's got to come from upstairs. He's got to be yeah. Mike, it has to. But they can't got, make all that yeah. decisions. They've got, they got the rid of the players out of the bunker, so they're, they're cutting back on the bunker as well. So Yeah, well, too many, too many cooks for the broth, mate. Fair dinkum. Just go to the casino. Scrums. Red or black. <laughs> Scrums. What about, this one? what about this one? Uh, you know, people have questioned the validity of NRL scrums. The power breaks and insist they are still an integral part of the game. As, this, uh, as of this season, to ensure neither side is at a disadvantage, players will wait for the referee to call break once they dream, once they deem the ball is out of the scrum. They already do this. Yeah, they already breach now. Yeah. So Just blow the bloody whistle. Correct. In fact, you know what we should do? Back to the 1905 rules. A scrum every time there's a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have as many front rollers as you like. That'll speed the game up, not. Um, but who will, uh, if they award a penalty, they'll have an option to tap or repack the scrum. That's why would you repack it? <laughs> right. 
Who's on the rules committee? I don't know. I've already said this on record. I think Wayne Pearce is on there, and that's enough. Who was that bloke, Dr. Timothy? Um, he used to, in the 60s, said LSD was a good thing. That <laughs> 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 He's a chairman. <laughs> Play the ball restart, girl. No more waiting for players who dwell over the huddle for a scrum when the ball is kicked or carried in a touch instead of a scrum. Play will be resumed with the play the ball. So they want to speed the game up, but you've now got to make a genuine attempt with your foot to touch the ball, which would be one of the easiest ways to speed up to get rid of having to touch the foot mm, of the ball. Just yeah, exactly. That's, well, that's where they're going. That's where they're working towards. And the ref now has to genuinely... Uh, Work out what was a genuine attempt and what wasn't. Are we talking about the same thing? This is just for the ball goes out. No, I'm talking about the play the ball rule. The, the play the ball rule. Yeah. So can you imagine a grand final being decided because the penalty goes out of the other team or the ball being handed over in a play the ball if you haven't made a genuine attempt to touch it before? Grand final. You come out of your own end and the ref goes, no, you didn't make a genuine attempt. Hands the ball over. Well, they might say six again when it shouldn't have been. It's too many rule changes. Or when it should have been. Too many. Hey, Or they might say six again and change their mind. At least you got that. The Canberra Raiders thing. Got, got the result correct. <laughs> I think this is where rugby union's got it over lead, to be honest. And the, and the ball out of bounds rather than play the ball in a scrum. They actually have the line out. And the line out really is 50 50, but if you. A good team of lines like the can can, they can win it all the time if, if they're any good at it. So it's a really tactical part of the game. There's no tactics in, in this at all. Yeah, there used to be. Scrum yeah, play the there ball. used to be at the scrum. Yeah, but it's you know when the hooker could you know, yeah yeah the loose See, I'm, I'm not even concerned about the speed. It's more about the sterility of it. So it's going to become sterile. Touch footy. So in in the old days, at a play the ball, you could ruck at it, like you could rake it back yeah. with your foot, better yeah. your lives. Yeah. It's just on TV now. He used to do it a lot. Terry Randall used to do it a bit too. Yeah. In the day. Oh, before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> uh, injuries. Yeah. It's one of the oldest tricks in the book, calling injury time to slow down matches. Now, I'm, I'm actually hoping for this change. If a trainer requests that the referee stop the game for an injury timeout, the player that's gone down with the injury must be either interchanged or taken off the field for two minutes. Oh, yeah, I like that. Because there was people just dogging it and pretending that yeah, the injury is five minutes to go and they're absolutely trying. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. in the old days, oh, you know, concussions are bad thing, but all that other stuff, it's just get rid of it. Yeah. Well, if it's a concussion, you, you, you go on for 20 minutes at least and a yeah. concussion test. So Usually. HIA, so. so we talked about incorrect play the ball. You've touched on it already, Kill. We'll miss that one. Um, captain's challenge. Uh, what have we got here? Fans, how are they? Uh, anyway, they're the rules. We'll move on. <laughs> you like them all, don't you, Kill? No. Axel's dead right. Too many changes. They're going to have no idea what effect this is going to have. They'll wind them back. Players all bloody forget. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> they don't know the ones they've got now. <laughs> uh, in the Olympics, so Japan has decided to stage this year's Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics without overseas spectators due to concern about COVID-19. What? So we can't catch it off? 
Japanese people would go to. No, but that's uh, just... <laughs> it's, oh, Japanese, <laughs> Japanese will catch it off Japanese. Yeah, okay. Uh, also, the World Rugby have postponed the Women's Rugby World Cup in 2022. Oh, to 2022, I should say. That must have been... Where, right is, it? where is that hill? We were just trying to find that. Auckland. It was, uh, yeah. Now, talking about women's sport, did you see that the girls want the W taken off the WBBL and the women, they want, they want the W taken off AFL? Well, they get them to play with the blokes. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we could call up AFL M and MBBL. <laughs> What's the M stand for? Men. Oh, the men. AFL men. <laughs> Honest to goodness, I swear to God. If they maybe W be... drop, they've got to play with the boat, sorry. Yeah. What if they ever thought about going, like, I mean, if there wasn't the waffle, they could have called it the waffle. Women's. Nah, they wouldn't have liked it. Nah, wouldn't have liked it. Because it's, yeah. And it could have been the maffle, the men's. <laughs> You've been talking about Timothy Blake <laughs> before you come in here. You can see where I'd rather put it on the end, you put it in the beginning. See, one thing they did do, I don't mind this one, at the next um, World Champs, Athletics World Champs, they're finishing with a women's event instead of a male event yeah. to, to try and take out that um, unconscious bias that, that sits there. Um, With all Roosters yeah. supporters? No, well, no. I'm, I'm guessing, I don't know what the last event usually is, I'm guessing it'd be the 100 metres. Yeah. Marathon, Marathon. isn't it? Yeah. Marathon. Marathon, when they enter the stadium for the last time. Yeah. Just run the men and women together and the women will be the last one. Yes. You wonder when we'll have... Uh, uh, Sport, you think that'll ever come in? Well, you got the you got, the, you got the men, trans- you got women, you got the, you got the transgender ones. The, they can um, have their own. What's the name? Like the, 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 women's the, the lady that's the she was a rugby union player and now wants to play it was AFL in Canberra. Um, the, I can't think of that there was an AFL. Uh, in the women's league, yeah, yeah, she yeah. got banned or he got banned. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, for two years or something. I can't remember what. Isn't there an athlete that play, uh, runs in the women's? Casta Semenya. Yeah, that's got no, testo- high testosterone. High testosterone. Yeah. yeah, but that's a natural thing. That's not, no, no, it's not, not, not a choice. Snip and whatever. <laughs> that's no. I'm not having a go, but. So what happened with it? If we're ever on air again, <laughs> what was Nick? The the female male get the bit added on. I don't know. There must be a bank where the ones they get. Got our audience this month. The last Wednesday night episode of uh, Three Grams and a Mic. So bank where you trade the bits so. <laughs> Right now, right now, Axel and I would like to say we do not condone these comments. <laughs> Graham Kelly, you're on your own. Oh my god, my daughter will slaughter. Something about netball, we'll move on for that. Okay, what about Space Jam? What are you going to tell me about this? Um, Oh, Alice. Well, I'm going to offend people. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I raised it. Can you believe that the cancel culture have gone after the Space Jam sequel movie? I can believe it. You know, the the first one that had Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny and. All those guys in it. Yeah. All the Looney Tunes. Yep. Yeah. Now, apparently, 
um, Speedy Gonzalez is stereotyping Latin Americans. And Pepe Le Pew, I know you both know Pepe yeah, Le Pew, who's a skunk, skunk yeah. is promoting rape culture. The Frenchman, wasn't he? He was. What yeah. did you say? Rape culture? Yeah. Pepe? Pepe. Because hmm. he'd try and kill the girls, they'd slap him. And yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a flirt. Right. Yeah. So. Did you know? Well, wacky races are now promoting drag racing on cars. Every oh, white drags, mate. Every white drags would be offensive to the gay community. <laughs> <laughs> every every um, white American is a Beverly Hillbilly. Or a Trump supporter. Um, well, the Trump supporters are. Hillbillies. <laughs> uh, the elderly. All like Mr. Magoo. Now, <laughs> with a driver. And Daffy Duck implies that all ducks are stupid. Poor old just... Daffy, I like Daffy. Yeah, he was always on the, on the rough end of the stick from, from bugs. Yeah, I'm not sure who I liked most, but... I just I can't know. believe that... You can't do anything these days without someone... Defending the yeah. yeah. I know I was frustrated in the Roadrunner series. Uh, just like, why can't you get him just once, mate? Coyote. Yeah. You never get this. Anyway, did you know the character Speedy Gonzalez de- debuted in nineteen fifty three? It was played then by a legendary voice actor, Mel Blank, overall at Vinra. Guess what heritage? Russian Jewish. Russian Jewish. He also plays uh, is that is that like doing blackface? If you're Russian Jewish and you do a Mexican accent? Is that, is that well, something similar to that? He also spoke for Bugs, Daffy yeah. Duck, Porky, and most Looney Tunes characters. Yeah. So he did a lot of them. Right? Yeah. So the point is, I guess, he came from a different heritage and impersonated a cartoon character. Like, move on, life. No, <laughs> that's, that's, that's terrible. Let's start a... Can we have an inquiry? <laughs> no, there should don't. be an inquiry into this. Mel Black, he was an absolute legend. Mm, yeah. Legend, grew up there. But, I mean, cartoons are cartoons. They are unrealistic. There's... Yeah, if you already believe in them, you're in trouble anyway. <laughs> exactly, yeah. If you built your life around a cartoon, you're probably in trouble. Get off the MSD. AFL news. The AFL has reportedly decided to shift the 2021 grand final back to its traditional 2.30 time slot. Mm. September 25th. I thought you were going to go with the big AFL news. What's that? Josh Gibson's got another father-son on the way for Hawthorne. Yeah. But anyway, the grand class probably. I mean, if he is away, that would be. The big guy hasn't been born yet. So. A lot of Melbourneites will be happy with that uh, MCG 2.30 time slot. They, mm. Members get in there early, they bring their barbecues and they sit in the car park and have a few beers and, and, and cook. Yeah, so, I like it. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, days of, I, I, you know, it used to be in the daytime as well. I used to like both of them. Saturday, Sunday, Harvard. Yeah. It used to be the one weekend festival yeah. of footy. And... I assume it's not this year. The NRL will be the following weekend, which is normally the no, long no, weekend. No, no, no. Landy's has decided to split it across three weekends. I've <laughs> got four each weekend because it'll speed the game up and bring in more advertising revenue. So just point of fact there, Kelly, you said it's going to split over three weekends and there's one each, one quarter in each of those. So that's three quarters. Mm-hmm. 
beat my game up. The only played three quarters of the game now. <laughs> uh, moving right along. So, Kelly, got any more for us? Well, I think that covers just a bit. Well, the only other, the, um, the, the Indians doctored their pitches to beat England and take our spot in the world. Um, mind you, had we not had slow overrates um, in one of the past six Melbourne, I think it was, we'd, we'd still be there. Oh, really? But, yeah. But I, I don't have a problem with the Indians setting up their pitches for themselves. We did the same here. Well, we don't. We, we used well, to. We, yeah, we're at quicks over in Perth or, you know, that's... But the, the Gabba last against India was dead. not the Gabba. But we, we, not, we weren't good enough anyway to be in there, to, to get beaten by India in the position that we were in. I agree. In Sydney yeah, and Brisbane. And not good enough. Apart from one of the all-time bowling spells like we talked about, India yeah, could have won Adelaide as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. No, and no, the whole no, concept's a bit dodgy anyway, isn't it? Like the way that you qualify is pretty... It's not real... Like, it's not um, well-balanced as well. Oh, well, I think they've probably got it as, as good as they can where you get points for away series, home series, and it's, I mean... Does anyone really care? Um, no. We'll probably <laughs> see when the game comes around. Probably <laughs> not like a cricket world cup. I mean, that's probably the pinnacle, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's why I think they'll try to generate that sort of... Yeah, but in a test arena rather than a one-day or yeah. a T20. So New Zealand deserve to be there, right? Yeah. You knock it off. So do I. And, and English, English conditions or suppose England, England is it? Yeah, they have lords. Okay. Yeah, with their swing bowls in and mm. South End mm. yeah. And that young fella coming through too now yeah. is hit the, hit the ground run. And they were too good in the T20 during the week too, in the final. Yeah. The Aussies. Yeah. So it was a, another good win. The Aussies did well to come back to even after yeah, no, New Zealand deserve that. And so... We're up to the... Two Aussies missing in that turn, though. Yeah. Um, Does Smith make that turn? Yeah, I think he probably... Well, he probably does. Smith and Warner? Smith and Warner. Probably have. I, I reckon Henriques has got to get close, too. So, Kel, a few other players have been getting runs that were on the struggle street. Yeah, well, they, they have. Ben, ben Croft's yeah. got 100 the other yeah. day. Marcus Head... Um, Marcus Head. Yeah, Travis Head got... Uh, double century. Joe Burns got 170. Matt Renshaw, who mm-hmm. yeah, got 100. Cam Green got 168, not out, and then 250 odd. It's good, though. Yeah. It goes to show playing a bit of bloody shield cricket, which, um, <laughs> getting used to the conditions. Maybe doing that ball. before the Indians come might have been a good idea. Yeah. And, and New South Wales had a big chase the other day against South Australia. And yeah, on Reek. 290 odd in the second innings. I, I love the, the headline was old Warner did the job. Yeah, he got 60 odd. On Reek's got 78. And, and Abbott, Abbott, Abbott yeah. 80 odd too. So. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a good win. Yeah, it was. So we, we we're up to uh, doing our AFL GOAT. So we've been doing a series about trying to find the best sportsman in sport and we've been going through the codes we've done cricket and NRL or rugby league and now we're up to AFL I reckon we should run something parallel to this okay. not with the analysis but like finding the best sportsman but also finding our favourite from the code that we're discussing so let's, let's go back and say cricket who was your favourite cricketer to watch 
favourite cricketer? Well, yours would be Bradman because that was your era, Kel. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> and you're going to be WG Grace. My, <laughs> my favourite is probably Liv Richards. Oh, yeah, the last of that. that that's... When I was growing up, he was just... Mm. He'd, he'd just turn a game off his own back. He's that big SS jumbo. Sixes. He'd smoke the ball, wouldn't he? And just stand there and chew his gun yeah. and intimidate other sides. And he was with no helmet against Lily and Thompson and those guys. Yeah. And he was he was fearless. He played the whole... Well, that's... There's a few on because I'm, I'm just stuck between two at the moment. They are both Aussies. I would have said Viv Richards, but for the sake of this, I'm thinking... Um, Dino Jones in the one days, he sort of just revolutionised the way they played, and then Big Merv baked it, show it off in front of him. Yeah, that was show. pretty good. Yeah, who's yeah. 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 yours, Kill? I reckon probably Gilchrist. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yes. He was a bit like a Richards too. Yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. Turned, yeah. Just, yeah. very quickly, yeah. score quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, go with that. Mm. Yeah, pretty good. So in rugby league then. Junior, 
Lance Franklin, Michael Voss, Chris Judd, Matthew Buckley, Nick Rewell, Matthew Pavlich, Dustin Martin, James Hurd, Matthew Scarlett, Adam Goods, Nat Fife, Simon Black, Scott Penderbury, Patrick Dangerfield, Mark Rusciuto, Andrew McLeod, Luke Hodge, Jonathan Brown, Dane Swan. And then who who's not in that group? Like who probably played part of their uh, career during the last century, but probably didn't make that team of the century side, but then finished their career, but maybe didn't play enough games to be in that top 20 players in, in the last 20 years. Wayne Carey, Tony Lockett, Brent Harvey, who's game's record holder. Yeah. Um, you reckon Harvey, sure, Harvey is good enough? Uh, I put him in there because he was the game's record holder, so that's got to count for something. He's in, in the greatest. Do you reckon Michael Tuck had it before him? Well, I've got Michael Tuck here. Yeah, okay. um, so Michael Tuck didn't make that turn of the century, but I'm not there. Nor did Kevin Bartlett. He Kevin Bartlett. Club. He was, yep. So there's three players in that club. Four, four, four Dustin, players. Dustin. And Fletcher. Fletcher. Um, players that probably, as I think unlucky, to probably miss. Um, these are lads as well. Sam Mitchell, I put him in there. He was a very good footballer. Yeah. Um, mm. Robert Harvey, who won uh, three Brownlow medals. Uh, Doug Hawkins, who I put in there. Um, and did I say Dunstall? No. No, so Dunstall was probably unlucky not to be in that. I think, I think they probably flipped the coin between Dunstall and Ablett Senior, to be honest, to get that turn of the century. So, so you put all those together, it's it's bloody, there's nearly 50 players there that are um, top notch. Um, did he miss any kill? He did. Uh, my number four, fourth position. Yeah, well, not in. Either of those. Four. Yeah. Okay. So. Are you not going to raise it now? No. I would then probably highlight who I think are the top five or six of those. No Carlton players in there, unfortunately. Lee Matthews. The two Ablett boys, senior and junior. Controversial. Mm. I put Lance Franklin in there purely because of his ability to be able to turn the game the number of goals in his kick from centre-half forward or half-forward fleet. Things revolutionised the game. Wayne Carey, he was, in his era, the best. No two ways about that. Um, and I put Plugger Lockett in that mix as well. I think wow. he's the, uh, the, the record holder for goals. And I, he was the best goal kicker. Um, so he, he's got to be in that bracket, I think. Of all those, when you look at the stats, and it's, it's funny because the AFL have actually got a, a stats thing on their page, and they've only got the current players from last year um, on that list. But I went in and I said, OK, let's compare someone like a Gary Ablett Jr. against a Dustin Martin on career averages. Mm. And because Martin's you know, pretty well seasoned. Campaigner now, but Ablett is pretty dominant in most areas. This is Dustin Ballard. In disposals? Uh, nearly on, on average, on nearly everything. Yeah, right. Tackles, on metres gained, on, yeah, you know. So, um, I mean, it goes to show when you compare those two, I mean. I'd have Dusty 
every day of the week. Yeah, and, and everyone's involved, yeah. but but that's just looking at well, Ablett at his best, not at the end of his I, career. I, I saw Ablett as more a, an accumulator than mm. a damager. Yeah. Okay. Um, whereas so he's a different type of footballer, no doubt. Um, danger feels more that that guy that could break the game open. Yeah, yeah, see, I'd have danger feel more with the Ablett type. I'd have um, Dusty. Probably m- midfield version of Buddy. Yep. Great way. <coughs> so they're probably the top six I had. So that was Matthews, Ablett Senior, Ablett Junior, Franklin, Carey, Lockett. So there's a few forwards in there, obviously. Mm. So, yeah. Where did you play? Where did I play? Yeah. Uh, midfield, forward, wing. Of those, yeah, I, stats and everything, I, I would go Matthews. I, I just think he was tough. He could, he was accumulating the ball. He could go forward. He could kick goals. He's in the top ten goal kickers of all time. Yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah, just a, a brilliant footballer. So that's who I've got. Kelvin Matthews. I went through and I. I come up with my top 14 and I started with the team of the century and then had a look I had um, my top 14 to start with were Bobby Skilton Teddy Whitten Mr Football Lethal Lee Peter Hudson Buddy so you didn't have Peter Hudson that's who that's who yeah, yeah I didn't have that whole list yep Buddy Dusty Polly Farmer Tony Lockett Hayden Bunton Senior who was Fitzroy, 31-37, three Brownlows, Ron Barassi, mm-hmm. Ian Stewart, getting three Brownlows, Royce Hart, I had in front of um, Wayne Carey, it's in our forward, mm-hmm. Roy Cazale, for no other reason than if you've got a song written about him, you've got to be good. good. Yeah. Yeah. And I had Sauce as the 14. Oh, yeah. right. The best fullback ever. Mm. And so I went through, looked at stats and broke them down. And I looked at your premiership percentage. How many premierships did you win as a percentage of seasons played? Your BNF, so your club BNF percentage. How many times did you win that? Your common percentage, your leading goal kicker in the league, and how many goals per game, which obviously is hard for backmen and it's hard come up with stats because traditionally they don't win best and fairest yep. or they give some one, two on over Hawthorne in premiership years. So when I broke all those down, <coughs> I come up with my fifth place with Bobby Skilton. Probably the big knock on him, one finals game from loss. Mm-hmm. But three Brownlows and nine BNFs for South Melbourne. Mm-hmm. 56% of the seasons he played, he won a bad Is that potentially, though, skewed if you're playing in a, a tennis game? That's, that, that, that's, that's, that's a knock. Tony Lockett. Yeah. So you could kill her and take him in a flag. You could win lots of you know, these awards, but it's only because your team's not as strong as the others. Tony Lockett didn't win nine bad F, so. No. That's a lot. Is it because you're suspended? Can you see? It can be harder to kick goals because the team is crap. Like yeah. You killed the word for a very long time. Yeah. And that's, um, mind you, that, that's one of my knocks on, on Adler. He loved his stats. He racked up at Gold Coast when no one else could get the football on. Um, <laughs> so, 
Det är allt som har ett två. Nej, det är det bra att hon in me there. Ja, ah, så bra. Nej, när det ser jag inte fel i kan. Ja. on average. 5.64 goals per game. Highest, uh, highest average per goal. He career started 67. First game of 72, he did doesn't he? Doesn't come back till August 73. Doesn't eat again. <laughs> Plays round one and two, 74. Doesn't eat again. And goes away back to Tasmania, kick averages eight goals, whatever. So they don't have knee operations back then. Comes back in 77, plays one last year. So I took those 72, 73, 74 years and said that's 0.25 of a season. Based on that, he won the Coleman 64% of the time he played. Uh, so in five seasons, four Coleman's. Premiership and two BNFs. And so he kicked 700 and 700 goals, 727 goals in 129 games when you had Lee Matthews pitching goals off you. Mm-hmm. Rob Brassie, six premierships, 35% in eight, eight grand finals. Jump from Melbourne Carlton, that was the biggest news of the time. Right now, I'm about to have a wager that Kel says the best player is a Hawthorne player. <laughs> the second, the player I had second was Polly Farmer. Interesting, because he played for Geelong from 62 to 67, but did his knee on debut, so missed all of 62, so effectively 63, 64, 64 five years. That's all he played? Two premierships. Two best and fairest as a ruckman. They credited him for changing the way the handball was used in the game. But he also won five waffle premierships, three Sandover medals as a ruck, and eight East Perth BNFs. He may have a lot to have seen him play. And recently diagnosed with CTE, is that right? Is it him? Yeah, I think he, yeah, yeah, it was him. But yeah, Barney Rubble, as they called him, Matthews, four premierships, seven grand finals. So he won a premiership every one every four years that he played. Eight BNFs, so he won after BNFs. He, he won a Coleman medal as a small forward. Nine hundred and fifteen goals, nearly three goals a game as a small forward mid, and. Everyone else said he was all the big players. The big men said he was the player of the century. So mm. he was tough. No, no Brownlows. And also coaches. Suspensions. Well, suspensions. Yeah, no, he Brownlows. Like, yeah. yeah, he only only um, person charged criminally charged for an act. Never for runs. Never runs. Really correct. Run. What did he do? Smacked, smacked him. him. Beyond the play. And who? Bad one. Someone, someone cleaned him up after. It was overpeeled, overturned on appeal. Um, but yeah, to this day, I mean, because he did have an uncle that did it as a player. Oh, well, he's you know, busted, busted a behind poster with a heel. I mean, you say guys like Willis, Ablett, or Jardin, or these guys, they get tagged every game. 
and Williams got tagged, back then he would give them a, a smack around the nose and that's mm, why he yeah. got suspended and he still won you know, two brown lines. Yeah. Um, but Matthews, that's, that's exactly what you would brown lines. Because you get tagged, but if you're going to tag William Matthews, you're going to It's not like that. They can't do it. There's no. too many TV cameras, yeah. too many angles. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's how he got done with Bruns. It was off the ball, but it was a camera field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We both agree on that one, Kel. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I like him too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really did. I actually watched him play a little bit. but um... Favourite play? Oh, I, I was talking about my, my daughter earlier tonight, and I'd have to agree with her when I asked her who the, the greatest AFL footballer was. She was buddy. But um, we agreed that our favourite player was Buddy Rioli or Cyril Franklin. Yeah. Uh, Those two together were just dynamic, weren't they? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, yeah. Highlight reels. Awesome. Favourite player? Oh, let's just be controversial and go Warwick Kappa. It's <laughs> caught the attention. <laughs> Is that why you wear shorts like that? Isn't <laughs> uh, he in fine form now, too? Oh, yeah, I reckon you've got one of those leopard skin suits like he's got. Every year, Axel. Plugger for me. I'm not Plugger. a particular Carlton player, but when Plugger was on fire. For St Kilda or Sydney? Both. Yeah. I loved him at, at St Kilda because he snot blokes. And I still remember the time he snotted. Oh, I can't remember. Peter David, when they put the pig on the field. The pig on the field. But he was just intimidating. He was a fantastic goal kicker. Uh, he was he turned the game on his head. You know, he could kick that, big bags of goals. Like he I was, loved him in that, Sydney. That, that, he was great. Was, he, he got yeah. a crowd into, yeah. that, into that bloody ground. But turned that footy club around, really. Like, that but you know who I really like is Kelly at... Um, Paul Kelly, yeah. yeah. He was hard enough. Yeah. But that, yeah, he probably won my favourite. That era, plugger. you had Plugger, you had Dunstall who kicked 17 in a game once. So you had <laughs> Plugger, Dunstall, and have Gary Ablett Sr. Yeah. yeah. Kick him. Yeah. It's a good era. So it's all, you know, around that era, same with all the sports, it seemed to have been like a real positive time. It wasn't too many before all the rule changes. Yes. Yeah, well, it's uh, right. Those guys wouldn't be able to kick that many because they flood the back wall. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Down, which is um, last man to kick out was Buddy. Was Buddy? So have we and talked about the, the rule so changes the AFL. So they had one game. Like, everyone played last week. One game. It opened the game up a little bit, but it's, it's been early to tell. Standing it's standing the mark. Yeah. Um, and maybe we should look at that next week. He's got a great side step, so he starts to play on play off the men on the mark steps, the other way runs around and has a bounce, he's got a very long penetrating kick, straight in the forward line. So like they the talked about his like game on the weekend, said yep. he played really, really well. Yep, it'll suit guys like that. It'll suit Carlton, yeah. Yep. Hmm. We know if the 
Are you guys looking alright? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Too early. We're, uh, we're bound to get a smacking from Richmond in round one, and that's probably been our problem in the last few years where we've had a good pre season. You come into round one, you get spanked, and all of a sudden you. Yes, you're on the back foot straight Yeah, away. I reckon you guys might hit the ground running. Cripps is apparently in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Harry McKay. They've got him for a big year. They've got Williams has been suspended for a week, which doesn't help. That was, they that that was dumb. Yeah, they love big Charlie Kerner. They get him back on the park. He's played for a couple of years, but he's, he's the next Buddy Franklin. If he can get on bloody paddy, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, Weekly wager, so like, what, what, well, who's going? No, let's, well, no, we're going to take you up on your offer. No, no, you are on a winning no, streak. That'd be a waste of money. If, if he keeps going like this, it'll be a daily wager, not a weekly <laughs> wager. <laughs> He's <laughs> getting that cocky. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Uh, so we're going to we're going to run with you, which is um, oh, you want the the multi? Yeah, put the multi on. So we had um, Newcastle. Over the dogs. So they play on Friday night, I think. So Newcastle into into Titans over the Warriors. Into Titans. Into Penrith over North Queensland at Penrith. Into Penrith. Into the Raiders over the Tigers in Canberra. Into the Raiders. And it was paying roughly four dollars. Four eight, I think it was. There we go. Who wins the big game? Melbourne and South. I reckon South. South are prime for a big year. They're playing pretty well in the trials. South are yeah. Only team will get close to this. Arrow can't even make the Arrow can't even make the starting team. Can't he? Nope. Yeah, it's on the bench. Murray's playing lock and they've got um, a couple of guys playing the second row yeah, I'd, I'd rather Murray lock than yeah, Arrow's not. Oh, I thought he'd end up in the front row. And, but that, what's the other little guy? Um, well, not so little, but not as big as Burgess. Uh, the, uh, I don't his name now. So it's Bate. Anyway, he had a really good year last year, so where's Arrow played? Can he play in the second row? He's not really an edge runner. So I think he's where he's going to be. They're, they'll bring him off the bench and probably rotate him with the front rows or move Murray to the edge every now and again. Mm. And South haven't re-signed their captain yet. No, apparently Bennett's putting pressure on the club now too. All right, so Newcastle dollar fifty-seven into Gold Coast dollar seventy-two into Penrith at dollar twenty-eight into Canberra dollar thirty-two for the fifty-dollar outlay. The price is four fifty-six with a potential collect of two hundred twenty-eight dollars. That would be a nice start of the season. <laughs> it would be nice if Gal had a win. It's on. Done. Very good. Very good. Another episode, uh, our first Wednesday night up. Not too bad. Well, I don't know what Kill had for afternoon <laughs> tea. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Three Grams in a Mic podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.